Hello, this is uh, Chuck from Lazarus Recovery Podcast, and this is lesson three of the, the series, and I'm going to try to uh, add a few things to it today and talk to you a little bit about the foundations. But first, I want to tell a story like I usually do. Um, you know, when I got, this is a little hard because when I got sober, I was uh, 28. Um, I got sober in 74, and something happened in, uh, I think it was 77. Um, this dates me. It was the first Star Wars that came in. The very first Star Wars. And me and my friends that I had gotten sober with, we went to the first Star Wars, the opening week of Star Wars. And we were amazed, absolutely amazed. And in the first Star Wars, you remember, there was a, a bar scene. Um, at, the, at the middle first show, there was a Star Wars bar scene where they went to the star this bar and all these crazy people were there and um, I have often think, thought and as I've gone along that, that AA and recovery are very much like that they are a uh, bar scene of, of complete diversity of people from all over the, the universe and, um, and I think the fundamentals of recovery and faith have to be based in the fact that um, and understood in the frame of the fact that um, we're dealing with a uh, a Star Wars bar scene. You know, nobody's homogeneous. It's a mixed bag of creatures of varying kinds and shapes and stuff like that. And and I, I, I want you to sort of understand that as we as we, we talk about the foundations of recovery. Um, one thing I want to do, um, and I'm going to try to do it, and we'll see how the technical things, and I, I can handle it, is I'm going to introduce you to the foundations of recovery. And one of the foundations of recovery is Alcoholics Anonymous, because even CR basically cannibalizes um, Alcoholics Anonymous and um, 12 steps are a, a major thing everybody uses the 12 steps and what I'd like to do is read you a little bit of it um, and you know if you want um, you can you can order you can get it on Kindle or whatever the Alcoholics Anonymous the 4th uh, edition which uh, is the is the for AA, it's almost a Bible. It's a, it's a pretty religious thing with them now. Um, but let me read a little bit of it um, just to get us started. And this is, again, Chapter 5 of the big books. And this is, this is read. I, I grew up in this when I first got sober. I was 28. And I, for the next six years, um, every meeting read this, at least around where I got sober. So this is uh, Chapter 5 of the books Alcoholics Anonymous. This is the fourth edition, but it's basically been the same for years. Um, chapter five, how it works. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves a simple program. Usually men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. 
There are such informants. They're not at fault. They seem to have been born that way. They are not naturally naturally incapable. They are naturally incapable of grasping and developing a man or living, which demands rigorous option. Their chances are less than average. There are those too who suffer from grave emotional emotional and mental disorders, and many of them do recover if they have the capacity to be honest. Well, who can't identify with that? Uh, Identify with my stuttering, but also identify with, you know, the description they have. You know, basically they're saying that uh, if if, if you go along with us and follow our way, you know, your chances are better than average of having success. And... You know, the thing is said, those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple problem. Usually men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. And, and that's what I want to talk about. You know, um, in the bar scene, you know, there are people who are sort of unable to, unable to tell themselves honestly about what's going on. They're just not, not capable of doing that. And they said it, and, and it, the prognosis for them is really bad. So a fundamental of recovery is, you know, you got to be able to eat the truth. You got to be able to eat the truth. You need to be able to metabolize the truth. And this is a fundamental of all recovery. You gotta be willing to eat the truth. Um, you know, and it's, it's, he said it's fundamentally incapable of being honest with themselves. You know, they didn't say it was impossible. They just said that they, they couldn't, they, they, they had trouble with the truth. Um, and most of most of us do. We most of us rationalize and we do our thing, but constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. And the consequence is is that they die. If they have alcoholism, they die. It just you, 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 it's it's a it's an essential ingredient of recovery is being able sometimes kicking and screaming and sometimes willing to listen to the truth the truth about what's what's happening that is a fundamental of recovery being able to hear the truth and then act on the truth i taught a lesson very recently at cr and um you know it was about powerless but i realized we're powerless about our ability to to hear the truth and metabolize the truth and, and make a plan about what to do about that truth. That is the fundamental, that is the bedrock of recovery, is to be able to is to hear the truth, which is sometimes a God thing, um, but to hear it and to act on it, that is exactly what recovery is. That is the that is a bedrock fundamental of, of recovery is to be able to hear the truth, metabolize the truth, and then to come up with a plan of action out of the truth. And the funny thing is that basically 
that was the program of AA put together by a bunch of drunks that were really desperate. You know, they put together a bunch of program that forced them to be honest and then forced them to deal with that that information and and to live a life that acted upon the truth that they discovered about themselves. Um, that is what recovery is all about. You know, to take actions that uncover the truth and then come with a, a program of action that deal with the truth and put you in a place that you act upon the truth that you found. That is fundamental of recovery. That is the, the whole ball of wax of recovery. It doesn't matter what you're dealing with. You know, that is the way recovery works. Now you say to Chuck, Chuck, what's that have to do with faith? Well, going on, I'll read, next time I'll read some more out of the chapter five. I'm reading probably, it looks like I'm teaching out of chapter five. Looks like I'm teaching after chapter five. Um, that they, they do spiritual stuff. You know, that's their solution. They do spiritual stuff. Um, and what's that spiritual stuff? That's working the steps and stuff like that. And we're going to talk about that. What's that look like in recovery speak and AA speak? And what's that look like in church speak? Um, and that's, that's why we're talking about the junction of faith and recovery. You know, because, you know, you know, basically what I want to talk about is, you know, what does recovery look like and how is it similar to, to faith practices and what are we doing about it? Now, having stood the snippet teaching on recovery, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I think I'm gonna I'm gonna you know tell some truth, um, and I'm gonna talk to re- both recovery people and I'm gonna talk to faith people. Um, and, and let me just say you know this is I hadn't thought about this but this is sort of the way it's rolling right now. Um, you know I can hear you know I, I realize I've thought about it. I can, you know, hear and sort of see who I'm talking to. Um, and I want you to know that I'm talking to you. You know, um, I'm not talking to an aggregate. I'm not talking to the whole bar room. Um, I'm talking to each individual person in the bar room, which is a little bit hard. Um, but I'll try to tell you who I'm talking to. Um, but I want you to know I'm talking to you, you know, um, you know, I get it, you know, you, you, you want to, you want to, you want to blend in. You don't want anybody to see you. Um, you definitely don't want anybody to know this truth that people are talking about. I'm talking about, you know, um, you, you, you want, you want people to believe the, uh, the thing you're, the thing you're talking, you know, your, your thing. They want you to believe the thing that you're putting out. You know, how's that working for you? I mean, really serious. How's that working for you? Um, 
you know, because the thing is, I, I was, uh, I go this way, um, I was, I, I, I've been in church a long time, and I got into this prayer thing going early in the morning, which was really good. I need to get back. Um, but I, and, and I was, I, for the faith people, I was, I baptized in the Holy Ghost a long time ago. And it came with some gifts, and you know, and I was sitting, standing at the, the church was pretty much empty. It was a big church, and it was pretty much empty, a big, huge sanctuary. And I was standing in the front of the sanctuary. It was, there was nobody there. Um, it was pretty empty, and um, and I was, and I, and I was dealing with stuff, you know, because I, I, um, I'd sort of been asked. I, I'd, I'd noticed things. And um, and the Lord helps me notice them. And I, I was I was talking to the Lord. And I said, Lord, what what are we? What what? I, I don't understand this. You know, I don't understand what's going on. You know, um, I, I don't. You know, you know, you know. You're you're saying to me in my heart that this, this stuff is going on. You know, and you, you, this is not good. <laughs> this is the, the stuff you're talking about is not good. You know, it directly impinges on the church and all my investment and money and time and effort into the church and everything like that. This is devastating. This is absolutely just beyond. I can't deal with this. Um, and, and, you know, it, I was standing there, and then, you know, in the spirit, I could see the church. You know, I couldn't see the people, but I could see the see the congregation of the church, all the people. Like the... Star Wars bar scene. You know, I could see see them, but I could see them in the spirit. And, and, and all of a sudden, I could see them the way God saw them. And um, it was like they had labels on them, except it was in the spirit. And you could, you know, I, I looked across the congregation, and I knew, I knew as certain as I know anything, that when God looked at the congregation, He saw everything, absolutely everything. It was it was like a it was an epiphany. I mean, I knew it intellectually, but I'd never seen it in the spirit. And it was like you'd look at people, and you knew exactly their stuff. You know, I mean, you, you, it wasn't like it wasn't written in words. It was like it was just in the spirit. You knew it was like. It couldn't be hidden. It was like out in the open. And I realized I was seeing the way God saw the church. And each individual person, you know, it was like everything about him was exposed or her was exposed. You know, every, every, there was no, there was no mysteries. God was looking and he had, there was no mysteries to it. You know, the adulterer was the adulterer. The abuser was the abuser. The saint was the saint, you know. It was everything was completely visible. It was it was like every there was there was no there was no hiding, you know. To God, there's no hiding at all. It was it was like that's what I realized, and, and basically I knew the Lord was telling me that like, you know, what you think you know about the pastor, what you think you know about things, you know is no surprise to me you know i see it all i see the i see the star wars bar scene 
for what it exactly is. You know, you're not telling me any, anything that I don't know. And, you know, the problem maybe is the fact that you haven't completely perceived how I deal with all of that. I mean, you have the pieces, you have the scripture, you have the thing, but you don't really understand what I'm about with it. You know, that this is what I see. This is what I see. I, you come to church and you worship and stuff, but this is what I see. You know, this this is the thing. You know, and and I think that basically, you know, for people in recovery, you got to understand that God sees, and that's terrifying. You know, you know, we spend an awful lot of energy hiding from ourselves much less everybody else the the facts about the bar scene you know we don't want to say that we are some sort of person from another galaxy you know we basically want to say you know we're just like everybody else we're you know we we pose you know and there's nothing wrong with posing i suppose except for the fact that we're fooling ourselves. You know, so much energy fooling everybody else, and, and we hurt ourselves by fooling ourselves. You know, God sees. God knows. This is, this is good news and bad news. The good news is he sees, he knows, and he's willing to get in there and, and work with us to clean it up. The bad news is he sees. You know, and... You know that's that's bad. That's bad news for some of us. You know, um, you know, but we have to accept the fact that um, one, he sees, and two, he he knows we're different. He knows we're. He knows. He really does know that the secret's out. You know, the only person's fooled is us. We just don't see the truth, you know. And, you know, and the thing is, if the bar scene is completely fooled, then everybody's wandering around in the dark, you know, banging into things and doing things and hurting people and stuff like that. And that's what recovery is about. That is what recovery is about. You know, with God's help, or with the higher powers help, you know, coming to grips with the truth and opening ourselves to allow the Holy Spirit to, to change that. You know, that's the premise of recovery, is that God gets in there and helps us do what we can't do for ourselves. So that's, uh, that's, that's sort of what I want you to understand, you know. But also, I want you to understand that, you know, it's, you know, he knows exactly what's going on, you know. And to a certain extent, you know, you know, I have hears to hear too, you know, if you reach out you know um you know it, it, i i i want to talk to you and i don't want to talk to you in front of people like you know 
it's so ridiculous I'm talking on the you know in this mode but I'm talking just to you I'm not talking to anybody else you know you know it's it's that's what I feel is I'm talking directly to somebody you know and you know I know I I know the, the sort of the down under nervousness that you know good god I can't remember what the hell I did last night or oh crap I remember what I did last night or oh crap I'm a deacon in a church and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm you know I'm a phony I'm another phony or oh crap you know where the hell does all this anger come from you know I'm a good person and I just lose my stuff all over everything or what the hell am I doing in this relationship you know why am I taking all this garbage from this person why you know why, why I don't understand why I, I am why I'm letting myself get beat up why? Why? Why the hell am I? It's. I, I think it's not okay for him or her to beat me up. You know. I don't think it's okay. I just don't think it's okay. And and what what am I doing? I you know I know my my significant other is is, is hurting the children, and I can't do anything about it. You know why is that? You know, or I'm 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 devastated in worry about my kids. You know, my son, my daughter. They're, they're I I don't have any control over that. They're out, and 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 why are they in such rebellion against me? And why why you know? Or yeah, I know why they're in such rebellion against me. But you know, I don't I. I, I you know, why am I just sort of drawn to the worst kind of partners? And why am I serially doing that all the time? Why is my life a, a, a rewind of the same old things with different people? Why? Why? You know, and God, I'm a bloody deacon of a church and I'm sneaking around you know and I know the church won't like it and, 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 and god damn you know I just want it all to quit you know and I think about just just god I just want to off myself you know uh, and, 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 and people actually think that I'm something and I know I ain't nothing and, and why is everything just so, so like it's deja vu? It's like, you know, stuff happens and it shouldn't echo back that loud, but emotionally it just rips me apart. What's that all about? You know, why do I eat the way I do? Why do I think the way that I do? Why do I talk the way I do? You know, you know, 
I know good when I see it. I know. I know. Why can't I be the human being I know I can be? Why? Why? Why am I so angry? So bloody angry. You know, I'm just terrified that I'm going to lose my stuff <laughs> at the at the at the deacons meeting. You know, I'm so terrified that I'm going to lose my stuff in the pastor's presence. Or I'm really terrified that the pastor's going to lose his stuff. You know, and I'm a little worried that the pastor's under a lot of strain and stuff like that. Or I'm, I'm just, I'm just tired of playing the game. Tired of playing the game. You know, you know. Or I'm tired of being, you know, a monster. You know, I don't like that. I don't like it. Like it. Or I'm tired of being in prison. You know, I stuck my nose into some sort of spiritual stuff and now I just can't get out. You know, I just can't get out. You know, and everybody thinks I'm a wonderful Christian person and I just can't get out. God, I'm tired of hiding. Tired of hiding. You know, life is a Star Wars bar scene. And the funny thing is, some of the people in the bar are playing a, playing a role. <laughs> it's not what you think it is, you know. They ain't from planet X and Y, they're from planet Z. They're masquerading as one month of one person from one galaxy, and they're actually another person from another galaxy. You know, you can't tell the players by the way they look. Um, and what do you do with that? You know, um, that's what I want to, I want to talk about that, you know, um, because, hey, Chuck, I don't have a program to go to, you know, am I going to go tell the pastor that, you know, his head deacon or head deaconesses is, um, you know, hooked on, you know, sleep medication? Or am I going to tell them, you know, that I'm going out, you know, I'm sneaking out, and, you know, how the hell do I tell my pastor that I'm in an affair? You know, how do I tell my husband or my wife I'm in an affair? How the hell do I get out of this mess? You know, how the heck do I get a, How do I get out of the... Uh, what am I going to do with my... I get a phone call and my kid is, you know, on a slab someplace. Oh my God, you know, I, I'll off myself. You know, so that's sort of what I, I, I want to think about. You know, what you think about is, you know, you know, I'm talking about truth and you're talking about go away, Chuck. I get it completely. I get it utterly, completely, and absolutely. But again, recovery is about, you know, you know, hearing the truth, accepting the truth, and then coming up with a plan how to deal with the truth. 
You know, so what I want you to do is think about it. Think about what your truth is. Ask God if you have if you have a God to, to, to think about. You know, ask God to show you what the truth is. If you don't have a God, you know, if you're if you're a, a God as I understand them, well, ask God as you understand them what's going on. If you don't have any faith at all, if you don't have any faith at all, you know, um, I want you to do something. You know, um, you're listening to me. I want you to do something. I want you to, I want you to, I want you to just say, you know, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't believe. I don't know anything, you know, but I want you to just say to the Lord, you know, that's what I did. You know, uh, you know, I, I said, it wasn't a prayer. It was just a, I said, sweet Jesus, help me. (laughs) I don't, I mean, I came up with a little bit of faith, but I didn't, I wasn't praying. I was just like, whatever, you know, I mean, it was, it was a disaster. I mean, I was, I was, you know, I know, you know, if I tell you, you know, this was the morning after the night before. Yeah, you you can write it write it down and figure it out. I mean, you know, I was no. I mean, really seriously, you know. Um, luckily, there was no bodies. Luckily, there was no things. Everybody survived more or less. It was a little bit humorous and hilarious, but it was not pretty. It was pretty ugly business, and. Um, and I, I was done. I was just completely done. You know, I mean, it was just like I knew that if I continued drinking, you know, you know, I, I'd, I'd screw it all up. I mean, I just knew, and I couldn't stop. I mean, I couldn't stop. I could stop for a little bit, but then I'd go back, and I just was like. You know, there was no, like, gee, I, th- I don't think I'm going to do it tonight. It was like, of course I'm going to do it tonight. Of course. And I'm talking to you. Because you know, when I say, of course I'm going to do it tonight, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Of course I'm going to do it. Of course. Of course I'm going to do it. Because I always do it. You know. That is the truth that you need to come to grips with. Of course I'm going to do it. Of course. It's going to happen again. Of course it is. You know. And, you know, I want you to think about that. And I also want to think about think about the fact that, you know, the faith thing is not complicated. You know. Uh, it's not complicated. You just reach out and say, Lord help me, you know, um, you know, is it a Star Wars, yeah, spiritually, trust me, it's a Star Wars war scene, the spiritual stuff is just a, is, is a circus, it's a war, it's an absolute war, but God rules, Jesus rules, 
And if you call out to him, no power any place can stop that. You know, so you just just call out to the Lord, and uh, there's no power on anywhere that can stop that. And he'll he'll take that. But you know, again, you can start with God as I understand Him. You know, I mean, God's not doesn't have an identity crisis. Jesus doesn't have an identity crisis. You know, it's not. He he just doesn't doesn't have that those issues. You know, all he cares about is you, and getting getting you to understand you need his presence to to get things done. That's all he cares about. Um, and it is a Star Wars bar scene, but he rules the bar scene. He rules the bar scene. So you need to sort of uh, come to grips with that fact that, you know, you know, it's not that he doesn't know the truth, it's you don't know the truth. That's the problem. It's not that he's he's mystified by the thing. It's the fact that you're mystified by the thing. You know, and you you need his truth. You need his truth in you and your understanding of the steps. And we'll go into it. It seems to it looks like I'm going to be doing, you know, doing my old thing of talking about the steps, you know, a little bit at a time. But I want you to know that he knows, and he's going to tell you the truth if you're willing to listen to it, you know. So I guess that's about it. I'll probably trim this down a little bit. I wanted to do some Bible, but, uh, you know, we'll talk about Proverbs next time. Some sometime like that, but you know, I'm just feeling my way. But um, you know, I want you to know that you know, I hear you. I hear you. Good, bad, or indifferent, I hear you. You know, it's you're not going to shock me. <laughs> Trust me, you're not going to shock me. I've uh, been there, done that. Got the T-shirt on this stuff. You know, I did prison ministry. I've been with lifers. Me and my ex-wife visited lifers or in prison for life. You know, um, I, I ran a sober house for five and a half years. I have been played, strung up, run around, used and abused by uh, addicts and alcoholics and just general people who are pretty buried in the garbage pit. So, uh, you're not going to shock me. I, I don't get shocked, you know. Um, I get a little bit like, oh, my God, here we go again. But um, but I also have been a little bit of time of like, oh, God, here I go again. And, oh, God, here we go. Just, you know. Luckily, I've been reasonably, I mean, I've, been been pretty good for 47 years but i know me it's if 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 everything's pretty good it's only because god's there you know left to my own devices i'd be dead five times over you know i'd be worm bait a long time ago 
God is good to me. I'm 75, and God has been merciful to me. You know, so, you know, I want you to know that God cares for you. You know, I don't didn't mean to make this a spiritual thing, but that's the way I roll. Um, but, you know, you need to know the truth. As I say, know the truth, the truth will set you free. Well, <laughs> the truth is not sometimes nice. But you need to, you need to, you, you really need to, to deal with the truth. And that's what the steps do. That's what church does sometimes. Um, you know, I, I, I can't promise you that church is too much about truth sometimes. You know, they lie like a rug too. But, you know, the guy that, the guy that has the final authority, he is a truth guy. You know, um, he doesn't like lies. He doesn't like lies. He doesn't bless lies. He doesn't deal in lies. He doesn't traffic in lies. You know, and generally people that lie come to a bad end. Um, or they have to repent and understand that's not a good idea. So, you know, I just wanted you to know I know. I get it. I know. I get it. You're not going to shock me. You know, you're not going to shock God. You're not going to shock Jesus for sure. Um, so, you know, send us, send us, send us, send us, send us a, a, an email, send us a respond, do something. And, um, you know, but I know that, I know that God loves you. I'm, I'm a bit cranky and difficult, but I know God loves you. Um, and I know that there's nothing that you're dealing with that he can't deal with. Um, human beings, eh, maybe not. But um, he'll take care of you. And uh, anyway, this is Chuck at Lazarus Recovery Podcast. And, you know, again, for the recovery people, don't drink and go to a meeting. For the, the faith people, you know, you know, he just ask for help and trust that he's going to be there for you. And um, I'll talk to you in, in due time. Right now, I'm banging out maybe a couple, a couple episodes a week um, and trying to get my bearings about rhythm, rhythms and stuff like that, um, trying to get there's a lot of details. Um, but I think that the... Eventually, the eventually the episodes are going to come out on um, on the regular carriers of it. Um, but right now, they're on my on my website. Um, they they are attached to uh, posts. Um, so the the website is Lazarus Recovery all one word dot org. Lazarus Recovery dot org. That's one word. Um, and um, Oh, and they're also on my uh, on my uh, Facebook page. Um, so, and I think, and I've got a Twitter a Twitter thing too. So, if you chuck for Charles Beck, um, you'll probably find him. I'm trying to play the AA thing of being anonymous, but uh, it's not working sometimes. Um, so, uh, so um, you can those guys that know me from the house will probably find find the find the things on the on the, on the uh 
on the, on the uh, website or on my uh, Facebook or something like that. I'll try to get it all ignorant, uh, put together so it all works. But right now, you know, they're available. Hopefully in due time they're going to be available if they can ever figure out how to help do this. So that's it. And, um, you know, don't drink, go to a meeting, and, um, you know, don't don't worry. This is a dar. This is a Star Wars bar scene. You fit right in. So thank you. This is Chuck at Lazarus Recovery Podcast, and you don't drink and go to a meeting. That's it. Bye bye. <laughs>